0: Hello and welcome to the Mayfield Road Podcast, a ministry of Mayfield Road Baptist Church. Our goal with this podcast is to serve the mission of our church. Our mission is to reach spiritual explorers, build Christ followers, and empower difference makers. This podcast is a tool and resource for you. Listen intently as we learn from the word of God each If you want to connect with our church, check out our website, www.MayfieldRoad.org. Enjoy. Well, last week we started a new series called Wisdom Works. And to help us think about wisdom, we had this image, the idea of uh, kayaking on a whitewater river. And we said, this really gives us a good picture of, of how wisdom works. Because if you're out kayaking a whitewater river, you've got to know how to read the river. And there's really just one basic principle, one guiding principle for how to read a river. You want to work with the current, not fight it. And that's a good picture of wisdom because God has created our world to work in a certain way. There's a flow, a design to how God has created the world and how we're to live in it. And so as his people, we want to discern how to work with the flow of God's creation, with the flow and the pattern of how he's designed his world to work in our lives, to to be as a part of it. And so we want to follow that. We want to know how to follow his way, how to live lives that are consistent with the flow of his world. Um, Now, as we get into it, uh, as we kind of work through and figure out how to navigate it, once you get the basic principle down of you know, working with God's flow, working with God's design, uh, we understand that you have to go beyond just the basic. You've got to figure out how to do that. Um, if, if, if wisdom is following God's design, or as we said last week, our definition, definition is doing life God's way, it's one thing to know that basic pattern. But then we have to figure out how to do it day in and day out in the constantly changing phases and experiences of life. You know, if you're out on a river, you're you understand the basics, you're trying to work with the flow of the current. One challenge to that: no river is exactly the same. You gotta be able to read the signs and discern how do I work with the current in this place, at this time, and in the same way for all of us in our lives. Man, our experience changes day by day. And the things that you face day by day are different. The challenges that you live out in your workplace or in your home or in your neighborhood, you got to figure out how to do life God's way in that moment. And so it doesn't always, while the principle is the same and is simple, discerning how to do that takes some wisdom. And so that's why we want to be able to, to think wisely. We want to learn how to think wisely. Now, here's kind of a a picture of how, what I mean by that. So let's, again, put ourselves on a river. That's what this is for you art critics out there. All right. So let's say you're in your boat. You're making your way downriver. You're having a great time. And as you look ahead, you see a V pattern in the water right here. On the right, and then here on the left, you see an upside-down V pattern right here. All right, River Rats of Mayfield Road. Time to vote. Are you going to steer toward the V or the upside-down V? Who says the V on the right? You're going toward the V. Who's paddling toward the V? A few of you, okay? Uh, Who's paddling toward the upside-down V? The majority. It is the upside-down V that you want to go to. Here's why. If you look in the river, this regular V, that's an indicator that you've got a submerged rock or other object right here, and that current is going to put you into it, And it may pin you on that object. It may put a hole in your boat. It's going to be a not good day. Um, The upside down V, if we continue it a little further, that is is the flow of the current. That's the water finding the the easiest way to go. And if you get right in the middle of that, it's just going to take you down. You don't have to make many course corrections. You just go with the water at that point but you've got to figure out how to read those signs and here's the thing if you come around if we keep going past our horizon here it's going to look a little different because the river constantly changes and no rivers exactly the same and in our daily lives the challenges we face change from day to day and how you discern you know how you go about living life god's way It's going to cause you to ask new questions each day. You're going to face new challenges. We're just going to have to figure out how to follow God's way. And that's why we need to learn how to think wisely, how to discern what is the flow of God's world in this moment at this time. And so that's what we're going to be doing today. Um, And so let me ask you to go ahead and turn to Proverbs chapter 8. We said last week that uh, God's Word, God has provided us a handbook for wisdom in the Bible called the Book of Proverbs. And it's a guide to us. And so, boys and girls, by the way, if you're following in your One Big Story Bible, that's going to be on page 623. And so we're following through the Book of Proverbs. Now, let me just say, in this series, um, I'm going to do something a little different. Normally, when when I preach, I'll read through a passage or through a chapter or a psalm or a story because I think that's the best way to make sense of it, to understand it. You read through that whole passage. Um, But Proverbs works a little differently, because it's a collection of wise sayings and and axioms and poems. And so, really, a better way for us to study it is, we're going to pick the topic, and then we're going to look and see several of different passages or verses that deal with that topic through the book of Proverbs. So that's going to be why we're, we're doing it a little different than we normally do. Now today, as we're thinking about how do we think wisely, uh, we're going to see five practices for how we can learn how to think wisely. And the first is this. If you want to think wisely, you need to pursue Wisdom. If you want to know how to do life God's way, then you need to value wisdom and pursue it. Look at Proverbs 8, verse 10. It says, Choose my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Solomon said this is how you should think about wisdom. If you have a choice between wealth wealth, or wisdom, you better run after wisdom every single time. Now, he's not saying that life actually works this way that it isn't either or you have either wealth or wisdom. In fact, as we go on in a few weeks, we're going to see that actually the Proverbs gives us some, some guidance, some wisdom for how we manage wealth. But he's saying here, this is how you need to value wisdom, this is how highly you should esteem wisdom. Because the truth is, you can gain money and possessions and stuff. You, you can get lots of different things, lots of stuff, but that stuff can be taken away. That stuff can be taxed away, or you can you know, put it in Bitcoin and that not work out for you. Or, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can lose that stuff. But if you gain wisdom, nobody can take that from you. Wisdom is something you get and you hold on to and it sticks with you in any phase of life. So he's saying, if you run after wisdom, that will serve you better in the long run. And so that's what we ought to do. We ought to pursue wisdom. We ought to not. Here's what he's saying. Don't do. Don't treat wisdom like a penny in a parking lot. Like if you run up on it, sure, I'll pick it up. No, he's saying we ought to be like those guys with the metal detectors and the funny hats out there looking for wisdom. Because that's going to serve you better in the long run. So that's the first practice, pursue wisdom. Second, look ahead. If you want to learn how to think wisely, look ahead. Proverbs 22.3 says, The prudent see danger and take refuge. But the simple keep going and pay the penalty. This is a perfect principle for when you're kayaking. You see, if you're out on the boat, you're making your way downriver, you're not just looking right where you are or a foot or two ahead of your bow. You're looking farther downriver. You're looking ahead at what's in front of you. Because what is up there soon will impact you and where you are. And the choices that you make right now will impact you in the future. And so if you look ahead and you see an object like we talked about here, if, even if it's way ahead, you want to start preparing for that. You want to start preparing yourself for what's in front of you and making decisions now based on your future and where you'll be. And that's how wisdom thinks. Wise people have that same sort of future orientation, don't they? They look ahead. They know the decisions that I make now will impact my life in the future. And what I see ahead, I need to be preparing for right now. There's that future orientation to it. And so wise people think that way. And it, it impacts the way that they make decisions. It impacts how they live their lives, how they manage their resources. It impacts what they say yes to and what they say no to. It impacts how they parent and how they you know, diet and exercise and how they spend their time and money and all of that. Wise people have that future orientation and it impacts how they think. And so if we're going to be wise and think in a wise way, we need to learn to look ahead. Look at where life is taking us. Look at what is in store and make decisions accordingly. Third, third practice if we're going to learn to think wisely is we need to be coachable. We need to be open and be able to learn from the wisdom of others. Proverbs 9 9 says, Instruct the wise, and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous, and they will add to their learning. See, wise people know you never fully fill up your wisdom bucket, it's bottomless. You can continue to add to your wisdom. And that's a really beautiful thing because you can get around wise people and you can learn the lessons that they've learned. You can, like, glean from their wisdom, glean from their experiences, and you can gain that. You can add to your wisdom and it will help you along the way. Now, to be fair, and this is an important thing, not every person who offers advice is wise. That matters to know, doesn't it? Not every suggestion is worth following. We're going to see in a few weeks, we're going to talk about learning from wise people because that matters. But when you do recognize someone who is wise, then we want to hear their feedback. We want to receive their coaching. We want to listen to the wisdom that they have to offer. We want to ask good questions and be open to it. And say, what what can you see? What have you seen in your life? What what can I learn from you? We want to be coachable because that helps us get better. It helps us learn from how God has worked in the lives of others. That's what it means to be a church family. We are put together to help one another follow God's way together. Um, Scott McKnight, my professor, told us a story about when he was a, a brand new professor just starting out. He decided that for every opportunity that he got, every publishing invitation, every speaking invite, every promotional opportunity, he was going to go to an older, wiser scholar named Murray Harris, and he was going to ask him for his advice on it. He was going to go and say, should I take it or leave it? Should I pursue this or not? And so he did that. And for four or five years, Scott did that with every opportunity that he had, He only disobeyed his advice twice. And he said in those four or five years, Mary Harris was right every single time. And he said he learned from that. And now, 35 years later, Scott's the one who's, you know, he's able to pass on wisdom to, you know, young pastors, other young professors. But it was because he was coachable that he was able to add to his wisdom and glean all that and so many others are now beneficiaries of him being coachable. And we never outgrow that. If we want to learn to, to think wisely, we want to be coachable and listen to the wisdom of others. Fourth, if you want to be wise in your thinking, learn to listen well. Now, there is a distinction between these two, being coachable and listening well. And here's what I think is, is, uh, will help us with it listening well means listening to understand not just listening to respond and there's a difference you know a lot of um, what we see a lot of what we see on the news or on social media you know we we see a lot of hot takes don't we these quick off the cuff unfiltered reactions to events and ideas in our world and uh, hot takes Here's the thing, they're they're entertaining, but they don't actually offer us much value. Hot takes don't actually help us think wisely. Proverbs 18.2 says, Fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. A little further down in verse 13 it says, To answer before listening, that is folly and shame. And so if we're going to think wisely, we need to learn to listen well, and that means listening to understand, whether it's somebody else's experience or to a new idea or a new perspective that we're not familiar with or haven't haven't heard before. We need to listen to understand, and doing that, by the way, usually means you listen long, you listen slowly, and you listen widely to a variety of ideas, And here's why that helps us think wisely. As you listen slow, listen long, listen to a variety of ideas, you're able to take that in. You're able to take in those ideas, take in that suggestion, those different viewpoints or whatever. You're able to sit with them. And you're able to filter all that through the scriptures that have shaped your mind and soaked your mind for years and years and years. And you're able to filter those ideas through the Holy Spirit's guidance over a period of days. You're able to filter that through the ways that God has taught you, the ways that God has worked in you. Sometimes you're able to work that through, filter it through the experience of others. When we listen well, we're able to filter it through all of that and come out on the other side and say, does that match up with the way that God has designed this world to work? Does that fit with the way of doing life God's way? When we listen well, we're better able to run those ideas through a filter that catches ideas that don't fit. That filters out anything that doesn't fit with doing life God's way. And so that's why we want to learn to listen well. It helps us think wisely about whatever it is we we face, whatever new idea that comes across our radar. We can filter it through God's Word. Last one. If you want to be wise in your thinking, trust God's direction. Now, this sounds like a really good thing for a pastor to say, like you're obligated to throw it in. But don't discount it. Because here's maybe the most important thing of the whole bunch. Sometimes God's wisdom surpasses our ability to see it. So there may be things that we look at and we see life has taught us, this is the way you should go. This is how you handle that, that moment, that experience, that sort, of, you know, that sort of decision. This is the right way to do it. And we've learned from that. We've seen wisdom in that. And then you feel God leading you a different way. Now, we have to work through recognizing God's voice and God's leadership. We're going to talk about how to make wise decisions and you know, listening to God's leadership in that in a few weeks. But just right at the beginning, we need to understand there are some times where it sure seems like all the signs that you're reading say this is the right way. And God is directing you in a different way, a way that seems counter to all the wisdom you know. And when you're sure it's God's voice, here's what we got to do. Trust His direction. It's almost as if you're, you're you know, going down a river, and from what you can see... This is the right way, unquestioned. This is the way you ought to go. You've been on enough rivers. You've been through you know, the decision enough. You know how to do it. This is the right way to go. And then you have a guide standing up here saying, no, I know what you're thinking. I know it looks right. Trust me, don't go that way. Go this other way. It feels different. It feels wrong. All your past experience would say it's wrong. But the guide here is saying, trust me. Go this other way. You see, God sees it all perfectly. And one of the things about wisdom is it takes very much into account that life, life is contextual. There are moments Where all of our wisdom that we've gleaned, for whatever reason, there may be something that we don't see that changes it. That changes what the right thing to do is. That changes the right course of action. And God never misleads us, but in fact, he always has perfect 2020 future vision. He always knows the right way and He always leads us in the right way. And probably if we were to do a survey, every one of us in this room have had moments where common wisdom would say, you go to the left. But for some reason, we just get this sense that God would have us go to the right. And every time, God's way is right. And Some of us have had the experience of trying to go what's I know it feels like the Lord's leading me that way, but I just know to go to the left, so I'm going to the left. And later we see why God was directing us the other way. Or maybe we've had the other experience where everything tells us to go to the left. And all of our friends, all of our family, people who love us, who want the best for us, are telling us, go to the left. But we hear God's direction saying, go to the right. And when you've taken that step of obedience sometimes you look back and you say yeah God's way was right and I can see that now. If we're going to be wise people, if we're going to think wisely then this is what it comes down to. We can glean all the wisdom we can and we ought to. We ought to pursue wisdom. But at the end of the day this is the uttermost Important part for thinking wisely, learning and following God's direction. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is a passage most of us probably know, probably pretty well. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. We're called to be wise. We're called to, to seek after the Lord, to choose wisdom, to pursue it, try to honor Him with the way that we think, the way that we live. But at the end of the day, it all boils down to following His direction, trusting His direction, because He's always right. This is how we think wisely as God's people. Let's pray. Father, we want to live in a way that's honoring to you. a way that's pleasing to you, a way that is consistent with the way you've designed our world to work. We want to do life your way because we're your people. God, we probably all have had those days where we want to follow you. We want to do life your way. but discerning how discerning what's the right way to go in this moment it can be a challenge so we ask that you would help us to think wisely and most of all to know your voice so we can follow your direction Father, continue to shape us this way. Continue to lead us to be wise people for your glory. We pray these things in Jesus' name.